Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The Opinion Line. Corks 96 FM. Ross Frenet who runs a company called Moonshot, based in London, but from from Bishopstown originally. And I wanted to catch up. It's in the newspapers as well. The, the rise of stupid right-wing conspiracy theories. Everything from that story that we heard after the Dublin march that they were, I quote, killing babies, taking a hormone out of their bodies, and burying them under the children's hospital. There are people actually believe this. Nonsense. And it's all over the place. And what happens is, it can get into your house, it can poison the mind of someone in your house, and it can be very distressing for a family if you have someone who just doesn't believe. It can be very distressing for families, for friendships, and it can be dangerous because if you've someone in the house who just refuses point blank to be part of any safety effort or be part of any cocooning or refuses to wear a mask or sanitize their hands or God knows wash their hands, it can be very problematic, particularly if you're trying to protect someone else who's vulnerable. Ross, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. How are you doing? Good. Any number of dangers. Uh, but coming from those conspiracy theories, go through some of the more bizarre ones for me and then how we might deal with someone who's been roped into them. Yeah, absolutely, will do. Although first I have to correct a, a very serious bit of misinformation, which is that I'm from Bishopstown, where of course I'm from Cove. That's worse than any QAnon. Sorry about that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, so, I mean, this is the, the, the kind of strange thing about... Um, about conspiracy theories is there's such a huge gambit there. You have ones that are reasonably mild, as you said, and ones that are so extreme. I mean, like examples where uh, people genuinely believe that the world is run by lizard people. Um, And those ones can kind of sometimes sound funny, but they also can ruin the lives of people that believe in them. Because if you you start going down that kind of line, you end up being totally detached from reality uh, in a way that can be very damaging to your life and can also lead uh, potentially to you even carrying out acts of violence. And, you know, we saw the bombing in Nashville on Christmas Day um, connected with conspiracy theorists. And we've seen um, QAnon-linked conspiracy theory uh, violence throughout America. So the the first thing is... Explain for listeners who who don't understand the term... Who is yeah. or who are QAnon? Yeah, it's a great question. So it's it's quite simple in, in many ways. So, um, you know, a number of years ago on online message boards, um, predominantly the Chans, um, there was someone uh, who just went by the name of Q who claimed to be uh, an intelligence official in the United States government um, that was uh, helping Donald Trump to wage a war against a global cabal of pedophiles. Um, that's the core of it. And it's it's been a very interesting conspiracy theory because it's managed to attract all sorts of other things. So, you know, 
5G is mind control, all the rest of this stuff, uh, even the lizard people stuff, all ends up getting sucked into the orbit. But at the core of it, what is what it is is the belief that the world is run by an evil cabal, um, usually who are who are pedophiles or, or, or killing babies in some way or another, and that Donald Trump um, and an, and others and other small groups are, are battling this evil cabal. And so you, you'll hear all sorts of other stuff get attached to QAnon, but at the core of it, that's what it is. And it's tied up to racism and white supremacy and all of those things. It's tied into all sorts of weird things. This is the funny thing about QAnon is that um, there's a bunch of folks who are involved in it who, you know, are, are just almost old-fashioned Nazis. You know, back in the day, not just Nazis, but even before then, you know, people would always say that, you know, Jews control the world and, and they're, they're killing uh, uh, Christian babies and all the rest of it. So there's a load of those lads who've seen this conspiracy theory and love it because they think, oh, brilliant, that's basically what we already think. But also, it, it's attracted people from the other end of the spectrum. There are people who are uh, attracted to QAnon because they actually started out as people who were, uh, you know, believed that Big Pharma was trying to poison everyone, they just wanted natural medicine, um, and uh, they've been attracted in almost from what you would think of as the left side. So it's not, there are lots and lots of white supremacists who have attached themselves to this. There are lots and lots of white supremacists who are associated with it. But there are also people there who probably think of themselves as left-wing, you know, organic uh, organic eaters, you know, they're, they're going to uh, forego their vaccines and all the rest of it, who have also attached themselves. And this is why this thing is dangerous, is you can have two people, both of whom believe uh, believe in kind of the core tenets of QAnon. But if you ask one of them, they'd say they were far right. And if you ask the other one, they would say that they're a, they're an ecologist far left and it's why it's it's so strange because a, a conspiracy like this you can mirror back onto yourself almost whatever you want yeah like how does this madness lizard people and other such craziness how does that get into the normally level head of emma and barry in glenmire who are just getting on with life and trying to raise their kids how does it get yeah. into one of their heads and not the other yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I mean, I suppose there's 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 two elements to that. There's how does it spread and then why does it take hold? I mean, how it spreads is the easy part because, you know, a lot of this nonsense is on the, is on the internet. People, you know, we saw there was a QAnon campaign uh, last summer, I think it was, uh, where they were, you know, claiming to be running an anti-child trafficking campaign. They used the hashtag Save the Children and loads of people then share that stuff because they think, geez, well, I'm against child trafficking, so I'll share that. And then you, you'll then end up in a situation people will be starting to ask the question, well, who's trafficking these children now? And then slowly but surely they get drawn in. So that's how it, that's how it goes in terms of how it spreads. But why people believe in it and why they hold on to it is much more interesting in some ways. The reason people hold on to it is because it makes them feel special. Everybody likes to feel special. And what conspiracy theorists do is they tell you everyone in the world except for you is a sheep. You're the only intelligent person out there. And anyone that attacks you, oh, they must be paid up members of the globalist elite. Um, so it's, it's appealing. It's it flat earth stuff. Like. Say again? It's flat earth stuff. Yeah, yeah, all, all that stuff. And it, it, but it, it, the thing is, it makes you feel special. And we all need to bear this in mind when we're talking to family members or anyone else who's been, who's been drawn into this. Because if you just say, well, you're, you're an idiot, um, this is obviously nonsense, you're a moron, and you shout at someone, that makes the person feel bad. And then they go back online and everybody says, oh, no, but you're, you're, you're a brave warrior, you're helping the children, you're helping all of this stuff. And which of those stories would you rather hear? 
everyone would rather be smart, everyone would rather feel good about themselves, and a conspiracy theory makes you feel like you personally are battling some evil global elite. And this that's is, interesting. This is a bit like, this, this, Ross, has shades of how ISIS wound in young men and women around, yep. the, around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Reeled it's, them it's in. Very similar. Real them. There's something that, and look, I, as I keep saying, my my blocking finger on Twitter has arthritis in it at this stage <laughs> from from the lunatics yeah, yeah, coming out of the woodwork. Oh, they will absolutely. It. I'm all ready for it. I'm all ready for it. But because I have kind of, and we in this program aligned ourselves very much to the idea that we could eliminate this virus and hopefully keep it out. The whole zero theory. We we we, we have time for that. We speak to those people. We get we get bombarded with this nonsense from time to time but one thing that you do get is an awful lot of the people presently engaged in this stuff in Ireland have a national flag in their bio they are anti-immigration and they're very driven down the it's it's racism let's let's call it what it is but how does that link to denying that COVID is real. How did the two tie together? It, it, it's all kind of, it, it all kind of comes back to this idea that if you think the world is run by an evil, shady cabal, usually Jewish, in almost every conspiracy theory, the cabal, sooner or later, they end up, whether it's ISIS or whether it's the far right or anyone else, they usually end up sooner or later blaming Jews. Um, so if you believe the world is run by an evil, shady cabal and that you're, you're combating that cabal, that ties in with the far right and it also ties in with QAnon. And QAnon is convincing lots more people that the world is run by kind of evil baby killers, which, which, you know, of course it's not. Another point to say is just because someone has an Irish flag in their, uh, on their Facebook, uh, excuse me, on their Twitter profile, doesn't actually mean they're Irish. You know, we've seen, uh, you know, we, we looked at, I think I spoke to you at the time about it, PJ, but um, after some of the events that happened in Carrigaline last yeah. year and elsewhere, the majority of the people tweeting about, our, uh, about Ireland, the majority of people getting stuck in and spreading conspiracy theories came from the state. So you have a rake of these of these lads who are claiming to be Irish patriots, but it's kind of Michael Collins five eight seven six two five seven um, with an Irish flag, um, and uh, we'd all be a hell of a lot better off if we just paid them a little less notice. Yeah, because like, there was a lot of this the demo in Cork on Saturday, which mercifully went off peacefully. A lot of Irish flags on display, a lot of badges, green hats, nationalistic fervor. Among among the crowd, it's a, it's an uncomfortable tie-in. I mean, there's many a, there's many a good patriot out there would yeah. would would turn in their grave at the thought of these lunatics doing what they're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Irish nationalism has always been kind of uh, you know there's been there's many traditions of it, right? But uh, kind of anti-imperialist and and usually internationalist in its outlook. It's one of the it's one of the, the great things about this country. Um, but there has there's often been an undercurrent that wanted to make it a kind of a petty, small-minded racial nationalism. Um, and thankfully, they've always been a tiny minority. But 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 these people trying to make Irish nationalism about you know blood purity and 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 uh, uh, you know tying it in with anti anti semitism um, you know goes against the very tenets of the foundation of the state. Yeah. I mean the symbol of our the symbol of our state is about the unification of multiple faiths, uh, multiple creeds, and all the rest of it. So this is something that you know. 
many a scoundrel in the world will wrap themselves in a national flag, and whether that's uh, whether that's in America, Ireland, or France, um, it's the easiest thing for people to do. Um, but uh, when they're wrapping themselves in that flag, it doesn't mean that they're immune to criticism. It actually means the rest of us need to make sure to take those symbols back and uh, not allow them to be uh, taken over by the far right, who you know ultimately have. Uh, if you look at who they're palling around with and who they spend time with in the forums, they spend a lot of time with uh, with British nationalists and others that uh, that, that 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 hate us. So, um, mm. uh, so yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't for a second allow these people to claim the mantle of the great patriots and all the rest of us. Of course, are, are, are less patriotic than them. You, it takes more than a flag to make a patriot. You, I love that line. You come back frequently to anti-Semitism. And, and there's a thing in the article I read in the Examiner called blood libel. Now, what's that, Ross? Yeah, so blood libel is it's a very, very old um, uh, conspiracy theory. It's, it's uh, over a thousand years old. And this is why, you know, we're, we're all talking about it today. But conspiracy theories have been around for a long time um, that holds this Jews uh, uh, kidnap and kill uh, Christian babies for use in, 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 in for nefarious purposes. This is obviously nonsense for all listeners. This is total nonsense. But it's important that we know about these things. Um, so this is this was said in the medieval in medieval times. And when people would say this stuff, the, the townspeople would often uh, rise up and, and kill their Jewish neighbours. Um, and this has been said basically ever since. The Nazis used to say it. Uh, it was said by the medieval church. There was a pogrom in Limerick in 1904 Limerick? where uh, blood libel was mentioned. And the, the modern versions, when we're looking at QAnon or even looking, you mentioned at the top of the program, people saying, oh, they kill babies to use uh, to, to help um, uh, RTE presenters stay young. It's just an update of a thousand-year-old um, uh, a thousand-year-old conspiracy that somehow there are these evil people who are kidnapping ki- and, and killing your children. Um, it's been going on for a really long time. And the other thing as well to say, PJ, is a lot of the people that are spreading this don't know the history. They don't know that blood libel is this thing that's been around for a long time. They don't know that when fascists say globalist, they're speaking in code and they actually mean Jew. Um, so you could have a relative of yours who's sitting there talking about globalist this and George Soros that, um, who doesn't think of themselves as anti-Semitic. Um, but actually, the the underlying currents, all of these theories, mm. are a thousand years old. We've just updated them for the internet age. But and there that's is, you see, that's where the the conversation gets a, a bit difficult because because mm. there is a real there is a real thing called globalism in terms of trade and and business and that kind of thing. So again, you're you're robbing a term that is a real yeah. term. Yeah, absolutely. And this, well, this is, uh, you, you can usually tell quite quickly, right? Is who these people pick as their enemies is often, it's often one of the, uh, one of the key ones is you'll, you'll notice, and you notice it, I mean, again, you'll have come across it. A lot of the memes, uh, that are used, a lot of the accusations that are used, it's nearly always, um, nearly always Jewish folks. Um, but, uh, you know, a particular bugbear of a lot of conspiracy theorists is George Soros, who again, just so happy. Oh, I get a check off him every Monday. And a yeah, thank yeah, you exactly. note. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, lovely man. Lovely man. Lovely man. Exactly, yeah. Honest to no, God, change me car because of George. Thank you very much, George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, it's funny, because I, I, I'm, you know, after the examiner piece came out a couple of days ago, I'm getting all these accusations that I'm in the pay of the global elite. It's like, I wish I was. <laughs> I'd be able to afford a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all nonsense. If you have someone in your family or in your circle, Ross, who is tied up in this, 
Yeah. I'd be inclined to pity them, but how can you help them? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, so there's a few elements to this. The first is that conspiracy theorists, kind of like extremists, target people who are vulnerable. They've got something bad going on in their life and they need something to latch onto. So if your family member is going through this, the first thing to do is instead of fighting them on it, see if, see if they're okay. See, you know, see if they need support, emotional support, other things that have nothing to do with the conspiracies. Because a lot of the time, actually, what they're trying to do is latch onto something to give them meaning. But if they keep spouting this stuff, the main thing is to kind of challenge them, but do it politely. If you just say, oh, you're an effing idiot, um, get out of my house, that'll make you feel better, but it'll actually make them believe it more. So you need to challenge them politely. You need to provide them with good information. So they say, you know, oh, the vaccines cause this, that or the other. You can send them articles to say, well, actually, they don't. And you can also point out, um, point out that... Uh, that they, these claims have been debunked before. But the last thing is is to give it time. You're not going to be able to convince someone in one conversation to, to undo all, yeah. you know, years of this stuff. It takes a long time. It can take months and even years yeah. to pull people out of this. So if you have someone you love, you need to challenge them robustly but politely. Um, you need to provide them with useful information and you need to stay patient because, you know, a lot of the time you mightn't have seen it, but these people have been dragged into this stuff mm. uh, over years, uh, you know, usually usually on their phone and online. So, um, yeah, if you let... Lastly, Ross, there's a text here that I, I find particularly interesting. Now, it's someone who, who disagrees with me on a lot of things and that's fine. They're entitled to do that. But there is a... There, there comes a time when some of the stuff that the QAnons of this world are saying begins to roll out as actual news. And I'm thinking in terms of the Epstein story. Yeah. So, like, if you look at uh, this text that comes in, Epstein didn't get a chance to spill the beans on his circle, but the woman who helped him a lot is due to stand trial. Will she make it to court? That, like, that's real news yeah. rolling itself into the conspiracy theory side of things, where it be can become difficult to separate the two. Absolutely. And this is why I think it's important for you, it's important for me, and it's important for anyone that tries to talk about this stuff, not to ever deny that conspiracies exist. You know, the piece I wrote in the Examiner a few days ago, the first line in it was conspiracies are real. Yeah. There are conspiracies in the world. Epstein's a great example of that. There are powerful elites that try and cover things up to, 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 um, to protect their own power. But here's the difference conspiracies have evidence to underpin them. And the people who are usually uncovering that evidence are journalists and academics and, 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 and uh, you know, the, and all the rest of it. Um, those are people that are concerned with evidence. If a conspiracy, the difference between conspiracy and conspiracy theory is conspiracy theories hate evidence and conspiracy theorists hate journalists. Uh, you know, even, they even, they often they talk about um, you know, you get this example of, oh, WikiLeaks uh, was there. But sure, WikiLeaks was broken by The Guardian, who conspiracy theorists would say, oh, they're mainstream media shills. So they can't have it both ways. Yeah. So, you know, anyone who's listening, I am not saying, PJ is not saying, anyone else, that there's no conspiracies. There are conspiracies in the world. But what you need to ask yourself is, is there evidence for this? And who benefits from you believing it? Because if there's no evidence, if the kind of people who are pushing it out are, uh, are denying uh, all of the evidence to the contrary, and if there's an undercurrent there that actually what they want to do is stir up hate, um, then you want to be very careful with that because you might well be being manipulated. All right, listen, Ross, thank you. Good to catch up with you. Uh, Ross Frenish, originally from 
Cove. God bless me for saying Bishopstown. From Cove, but based in the UK, runs a company called Moonshot CVE. Uh, great work that he does. Thanks, Ross. Corks 96 FM. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.